hot. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking to her? Because I said, yeah. yeah. To both of you, because I yeah. knew it was coming. Oh, well, fine. No more compliments for you. Lies. They're not lies.com. Complimentary lies. You are super hot. I mean, for the record, hot most damn. of my compliments sound like insults. True. But I try really hard. Just stop. okay (laughs) hello and welcome we are the ladies of strange i'm ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie it's my birthday it's her birthday happy birthday beautiful thanks boo when this releases it'll be not your birthday though no but we're recording technically it's my birthday week Woo-woo. it'll still be gemini season when this releases yeah perfect so that's all that matters that's all that matters it's like yeah. gemini season which makes the podcast extra interesting yeah, yeah that whole two-thirds being gemini's thing especially you since we're us. on two different spectrums of the gemini scale yeah totally well, it's because i've got my gemini's here i've got both ends of the scale spectrum so it's to keep you in check yeah maybe we're each other's other side rebecca back off my woman <gasps> that i didn't i didn't mean it like that she's my gemini i know but if anybody's gonna be your other half it's gonna and be you have me. no room to talk ma'am were you there for our live show tonight a oh, fuck are you i <laughs> did replace you with someone from ohio you replaced both of us i did replace rebecca with somebody from colorado ladies i have no regrets uh, so what are we learning there. about <laughs> <laughs> yeah pull over rebecca and change the subject yeah she you guys are good at that like eh, it's awkward tell me a story ah this is how all our conversations start i'm awkward tell me a story <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> like someone else start talking because this isn't working tell me a story story time it's not cat facts sorry oh damn no oh. i'm t- checked out then okay bye okay bye July 1st, 1951, was a normal evening for 67-year-old Mary Reese. She spent the evening visiting with her son and her next-door neighbor. During the visit, she was said to be wearing a rayon nightgown, slippers, and a robe. What? I suddenly realized what this was. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling I know what it is, too. After her visitors left, they recounted that everything appeared to be normal in her apartment. Yep. The following morning, a telegram courier arrived and received no answer to his knock at the door. Summoning the neighbor who had been with her the evening before, they found the doorknob hot to the touch. Yes! (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) The neighbors asked nearby workers. I found some accounts that said they were policemen, some that said they were maintenance or construction men working on the building. But they asked them to help them get into the apartment. Once inside, they found the apartment unusually warm, even though there were windows open. After a bit of investigation, they found a pile of ashes, the burnt remains of a chair, and a lamp. An electric clock with a melted plug that had stopped at 2.26 (laughs) a.m. Other than the charred remnants in the corner, the apartment was completely undisturbed. Upon closer examination, they found a woman's left foot still wearing a slipper in the ashes. There's also some sources that claim that a shrunken skull was found. Ooh. That was all that was left of Mary Reeser. There were no research. Reese. Reese. Hmm. 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 
You know that woman. Mary R. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have Reese and Reeser in my notes. Good I job, think Ashley. It's Reese. There were no signs of a break-in or burglary or any other outside influence in the apartment. The authorities were stumped and began to call in consultants to help. It's to be noted that Reeser did take sleeping pills and she was also a smoker. A common theory is that she was smoking a cigarette after taking her medication, fell asleep while holding the cigarette, which could have ignited her gown, ultimately leading to her death. But to the experts that were called in, this was clearly no ordinary fire. They estimated that a fire of 3,500 degrees burning for several hours Fahrenheit would be needed to consume a human being so thoroughly. Hot damn. Literally. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) And with the fire that would be burning that hot for that long, why wasn't the rest of the apartment, if not the entire building, burned down? Yeah. St. Petersburg police solicited the help of the FBI, but the Bureau couldn't shed any light on the situation. So they looked at it and went, oh, pretty much. Okay. They said they couldn't find any definitive (laughs) official state statement. Question mark. (laughs) Question dot. Question umlaut. (laughs) Question (laughs) umlaut. Question. Question. (laughs) I found rosé bubbly. I'm sorry, guys. Question. Physical anthropologist Wilton Krogman, a consultant on the case, wrote, quote, I find it hard to believe that a human body, once ignited, will literally consume itself, burn itself out, as does a candle wick. Never have I seen a body so completely consumed by heat. This is contrary to normal experience, and I regard it as the most amazing thing I have ever seen. As I review it, the short hairs on my neck bristle with vague fear. (laughs) Were I living in the Middle Ages, I would mutter something about black magic. I want this guy to write a book. He's so eloquent. (laughs) Hey, boo, what's up? <laughs> Tiffany's got a thing for physical anthropologists. So if there's anybody out there. Oh, my I God. I mean, that's Matt's like, pastime. Five different pickup lines <laughs> popped into my head. I'm okay. Hey, baby, let me examine your remains. Oh, and there are a lot of bone innuendos in there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> All right. Come on, baby, let my fire. Oh, Matthew needs a hobby. Let's go. <laughs> Wait. As rumors spread, possible explanations have been put forward, ranging from a ball of lightning, a ball of lightning, <laughs> ball, ball lightning to explosives to the neglected, God bless America. After the story of Mary Reese was released, many explanations have been put forward, ranging from ball lightning to explosives to a neglected cigarette, which was ultimately ruled as the cause of death. How would ball lightning get inside an apartment? Do you know how would somebody just explode in their apartment? It's not really exploding. It's just more of like burning all at once. Just. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how would you spell that? Because I'm I'm thinking. (laughs) P. F. F. T. Yeah. Okay. P. Lots of F's. Lot. T. Perfect. All right. That's what <laughs> so what actually happened to Mary? There's something about Mary. Uh, oh, she had a thing for anthropology too. <laughs> <laughs> for well over a century, some people have claimed that people can suddenly and inexplicably explode into a ball of fire. 
the phenomenon is called spontaneous human combustion. Dun, dun, dun. Which is a term for the concept of combustion of a living or recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. Crazy. Spontaneous combustion has roots, medically speaking, as far back as the 18th century. Paul Rowley, a fellow of London's Royal Society, coined the term in 1744 in an article entitled Philosophical Transactions. Ooh, that sounds like a good book. He sounds like a very eloquent man as well. (laughs) Matthew has a third hobby. Wait, are you just assigning him hobbies? A fellow of the London Royal Society? Yes, yes, and yes. (laughs) He described it as a process in which a human body allegedly catches fire as a result of heat generated by internal chemical activity, but without evidence of an external source of ignition. In fact, there are nearly a dozen references to people bursting into flames in pre-1900 fiction. The most famous example is in Charles Dickens' 1853 (laughs) novel Bleak House, in which a character explodes into fire. When critics accused Dickens of legitimizing something that didn't exist, he pointed to research showing multiple historical cases. Mm. In modern times, spontaneous human combustion has appeared in movies, on television shows, including The X-Files, and even um, The Human Torch in The Fantastic Four. That's basically his superpower. I mean... Oh, but he doesn't turn And now Jack-Jack in The Incredibles. Jack-Jack. Jack-Jack. But he has a lot of other powers, too. Yeah, there's a whole fan theory behind that that we won't get into right now. Okay. But we will get into later, right? Because I am intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll talk. We'll Carry talk. on. More recently, cases of human combustion have been suspected when the police and fire department officials have found burned corpses with unscathed furniture around them. But as we know, fires don't typically start on their own. There are some things that can self-ignite without exposure to flames under the right circumstances, like coal, compost, used oily rags, and apparently pistachios. What? What? You're saying I, you're saying my ice cream can catch on fire? No, it has to be like shelled pistachios if they're packed incorrectly. Something in them. What? Um. Oh my god. What was the podcast I was listening to? Things You Should Know, I believe it was. They went on a whole tangent about exploding pistachios. I have to learn more about this. Yeah. Yeah, I need to um I need to check Make my sure pantry. Make sure your pistachios are stored correctly. <laughs> you need to check your pantry. <laughs> that is not a euphemism this time because I have pistachios <laughs> down there. <laughs> if that's the case, there should be a warning label. Now I'm wondering what you call your pantry. Please don't answer that. We're moving on. Continue. Don't be afraid of the word vagina. But it's a whole different matter to claim that people can suddenly burst into flames for no apparent reason. As we know, human bodies can burn. Crematoriums routinely reduce the human body to ashes in the course of a few hours. Called cremains. Cremains! Mm -hmm. Episode... 34. 34. (laughs) 101 things to do with your ashes. Yep. Apparently, you can just combust and make them. (laughs) (laughs) We left that one out of there. You can save a lot of money doing that. (laughs) Episode 34 continued. (laughs) Record scratch. (laughs) (laughs) The mystery of spontaneous human combustion lies in the supposed strange circumstances under which victims burst into flames. Typically, there is no reported obvious source of ignition. Questionable. (laughs) Uh, No open fires nearby that may set a person aflame. 
Furthermore, spontaneous human combustion is always fatal. There are never any reports of just like a partial burn on the arm or the leg. That's interesting. Oh, sorry. I'm just picturing Rebecca's foot catching on fire. (laughs) (laughs) We have to move on from episode 34 because we're in episode 37, guys. I know, but I'm just really (laughs) excited about making fireworks out of your foot kinky um so she has a purity toe ring it's fine some claim that bur- the burning often seems to begin in the chest or the stomach area leaving grisly remains of legs hands extremities intact why that's just where most of the reported cases the hmm. they believe it started can i ask a question you can i don't know if i have an answer do you know if any of these instances have been witnessed because no. all the human combustion cases I've ever heard about have been like, they found remains and they're like, ooh, I think this was. Now, I would like to see somebody be like, holy crap, grandma just got <laughs> run over by a reindeer. Um, On fire. <laughs> right. Um, That's actually a really good point. And most way of to the go ones. Get away with murder. I didn't say that. Most of the stories that I came across, there were no witnesses. Their remains were just found. Okay. Later. They're cremains. Well, they're not cremains if they weren't. Tomato, tomato. I guess it is a form of cremation. Homeopathic. Look at them just being all crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So some claim that the burnings often seem to begin in the chest or stomach area, leaving remains of extremities intact. Others claim that the furniture and floors under and surrounding the victim can remain mysteriously unburned. Some of these popular claims are wrong. For example, there are many photographs of victims that clearly show extensive burning and damage to the clothing and surroundings of the person who was burned. It's also important to understand a bit of fire forensics. In most cases, fires are self-limiting. That means they'll put themselves out whenever they run out of fuel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Though we often see uncontrolled fires completely engulfing and burning down entire rooms and buildings, fires are unpredictable. It's quite possible for only a rug, bed, or sofa to catch fire without spreading to the rest of the room, which on the flip side, it's also possible for a single spark to transfer somewhere and catch the rest of the room on fire if it lands near a fuel source. Makes sense. Yeah. But because fires normally burn upwards instead of outwards, there's really nothing uh, strange about finding a victim in one part of a room burned to death while the rest of the room has basically smoke damage or no extensive damage. That makes sense because heat rises. Mm -hmm. So as long as there's nothing else that could catch, it's very possible that it could stay contained. So next question would be a source of ignition. What could possibly cause people to suddenly burst into flames? A century ago, it was blamed on intemperance or God's wrath. Oh, Oh boy. (laughs) Most victims were assumed to be drunkards who had saturated their cells with alcohol. Oh, let me just push that away from you really quickly. <laughs> it's a little hot in this room, right? I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, in the 1970s, a quasi Freudian explosion. Quasi Freudian explosion. Explanation. Explanation. That's then, less fun. <laughs> cardiopulmonary resuscitation. It's fine. Hey, good job. Thank Kudos. You. In the 1970s, a quasi-Freudian explanation came to be suggesting that a person's depressive emotional state could somehow cause him or her to become inflamed. Fuck me. (laughs) Damn it. I was about to say, if that was true, all three of us would just go, oh, there's so much to live for. And not even because we were sad, just because y'all's happy emotions would just go, 
Boof. What happened too to her? Excited. She got too excited over the Backstreet Boys. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. If I ever met them, that would be dangerous. <laughs> um, and then, of course, others have suggested that sunspots, cosmic storms, gas-producing intestinal bacteria, uh, or what? Wait, did you say sun-producing gastrointestinal? Others have suggested that sunspots, cosmic storms, gas-producing intestinal bacterias, or even a buildup of the body's vibrational energy may be to blame. Whatever that means. They don't masturbate enough. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I'm safe. (laughs) Yet, there is no evidence for any of these quote-unquote explanations. Okay. Um, As we know, our bodies are about 70% non-flammable water. The simple (laughs) fact is... There is no. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I need you to lift those shades because I can't see you right now. <laughs> Our bodies are 70% non flammable water. Water. Water is not flammable, in case anyone was concerned. Everything has a spontaneous combustion temperature, even water. Well, not our water. <laughs> Our water. What type of not water flammable. are you talking about? High quality H two O. I can catch on fire. It's Every- Voss. Voss water. That's where Voss water comes from. Oh my god! Just continue. <gasps> That's what happens to spontaneously combusted people. Voss comes and drains all the water out of their body and sells it to the Kardashians, and then the people just go. Poofed. Hot damn! <laughs> Next week, tune in to Tiffany's new conspiracy theory. I am the really excited about this <laughs> drink. Human body boss water. <laughs> That's yeah. It's like voodoo. That's how they stay the way so they fresh stay. So clean. That's how they stay the way they stay. Yeah. <laughs> you mean maintain equilibrium? No, no. I was gonna throw out some words, but I'm trying really hard to like work on not judging people and remaining nice. So I decided to stay the way they stay. Fair. So water. Although I do have a thing for Chloe right now. She is on fire. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to say that they're not But attractive. she's 70% water, which is not flammable. But have How you do seen you know she's lately? made of non-flammable water? She's oh, made of girl is on fire. Oh my God. Can we please continue? I love well, you, Chloe. After that little tangent and everyone making fun of my non-flammable water comment, do y'all want to take a drink break and then I will tell you some of the common factors between these reported cases? Yes. yes. Tiffany, does your fridge have non-flammable water? Only Voss water. Damn it. From spontaneous human combustion well, cases. I'll, I'll mix something else for us. It'll be fine. Just I'm don't bra- shake it too much. It might combust. I'll be careful. <laughs> okay. It was a dark and stormy night. Wait. Why does it have to be dark and stormy? Yeah, why can't it be daytime and clear skies? Oh, for f**k's sakes. <laughs> Join us bi-weekly on Coast to Ghost as we take a trip cross-country digging up the ghost of your state. Drinks are included and pants are optional. You can listen to Coast to Ghost on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to get spooked? back i think we found some non-flammable water we took our temperatures we're all normal oh no i'm so hot you yeah are. you are you're so good though, okay <laughs> my eyes are all leaky 
They made me cry. Non-flammable water. My guys, my eyes are leaking with non-flammable water. Yeah. Don't lose that. I might burst. <laughs> so anyway, yes. forensic investigations have analyzed reported instances of spontaneous human combustion, which resulted in ideas for potential causes and similarities, including victims' behavior and habits. Hmm. Okay. An article in the British Medical Journal stated that the commonalities among recorded cases of spontaneous human combustion included the following characteristics. The victims are chronic alcoholics. Oops. <laughs> they are usually female. Uh-oh. <laughs> they are usually elderly, which I couldn't find any more details to what they consider. What does that mean? Elderly. Because, you know, your girl's getting up there. <laughs> so details would be nice. Yeah, British Medical like Journal. What's, what's the cutoff for that? For elderly, probably spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty definite stopping point. If you catch on fire, you are elderly. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the cutoff. Like when you combust, that's usually your cutoff. That's it. <laughs> the body has not burned spontaneously, but lighted substance has come in contact with it. So like the cigarette. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cigarette, or there was like an open flame nearby. There's one case where a guy carried matches in his pocket because he smoked a pipe. Mm. So most so cases. I should use less candles is what you're saying. Just, you know, with caution. Keep them away from your person. My person and my lawn. And your yard. cats. Yeah, my cats. <laughs> Dude, keeping candles away from cats is tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why Yuna's so awful. Um, the hands and feet usually fall off. Oh, ugh. The fire has caused very little damage to combustible things in contact with the body. And the combustion of the body has left a greasy residue and fetid ashes. I don't know. F-E-T-I-D. I don't know what that is, but I will say a greasy substance gives me the creeps. Very offensive in odor. So just imagine like like the smell of burnt hair. Or like I used to work for a dermatologist. Like if we ever had to like burn stuff off people, you could smell it throughout the oh, entire office. Oh, so like the office. cautery. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, just imagine. I mean, I can't imagine burning a body in general smells good. There's a whole lot of stuff. I mean, I've smelled that multiple times. That makes me sound weird. Sorry. <laughs> no, you've been in surgeries before. I have. Hmm. Um. So most victims of spontaneous human combustion, as we read or as we heard. Were elderly, alone, and near flames, often cigarettes, candles, or open fires when they died. Okay. Several of them were always last seen drinking or smoking. Hmm. Hmm. Alcoholism is a very common theme in early spontaneous human combustion references, in part because some Victorian-era physicians and writers believe spontaneous human combustion was the result of alcoholism. I feel like that'd be an easy test, though, like... You get people leaving a bar, you take a titer or blood draw of them and see if their blood's more combustible that way. That sounds like a lot of work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and how many drunk people are making, yeah, take my blood. I mean, you just wait for a brawl to break out. Just give them five bucks. It's fine. Sorry. Next round's I'm, on me, guys. I'm not in charge of anything. But no, because I don't, you can't. I don't think you can take blood. I don't, ideally, because like you're not supposed to get a tattoo or do anything like that because your blood's thin and you could bleed out. So they wouldn't want to take your blood when you're drinking. That's true. Boom. Science. So <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Bill Nye. <laughs> do it, bitch. The science guy. Boom, boom. Bill, Bill, Bill. 
The <laughs> investigators often found that there is a correlation between alleged human combustion deaths and the victim's intoxication, which could conceivably have caused them to be careless and unable to respond properly to an accident. That makes sense. Hmm. If the person is asleep, intoxicated, unconscious, or otherwise unable to move or put out the flames, the victim's clothing could act as a wick. So, <laughs> investigators describe this as what they call the wick effect. <laughs> Original. I know. The wick effect suggests that a small external flame source, such as a burning cigarette, charged the clothing of the victim, which then splits the skin, releasing subcutaneous fat, which in turn is absorbed into the burning clothing, acting as a wick. Hmm. So they become a candle. Basically, because if they fall asleep and a small fire starts on them and they're not able to react or they're so out of it that they can't react in time for it to create such a severe burn, that fat actually starts to leak. Ew. If it gets absorbed into the clothing or any surrounding thing, it basically acts. Makes sense. As but ew. It, yeah, it's not pretty, but you know. Neither is human combustion. True. <laughs> the combustion can continue for as long as fuel is available. This hypothesis has been successfully tested with animal tissue and is consistent with evidence recovered from cases of human combustion. Um, the human body typically has enough stored energy and fat and other chemical stores to fully combust the body. Even lean people. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at used tools. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> have several pounds of fat in their tissues. This fat, once heated by the burning clothing, wicks into the clothing much as candle wax, which, as we know, was all originally made from animal fat. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the candle clothing acts as a wick to light the candle to provide the fuel needed. Alrighty. So for all you keto fans out there, Dr. Brian J. Ford has suggested that ketosis, possibly caused by low-carb dieting, produces acetone, which is highly flammable <laughs> and could therefore lead to apparent spontaneous combustion. Wait. That's interesting. Have you ever heard anything about the ketosis diet or the keto diet? And like when people get into ketosis, it makes their breath smell. It makes their pee smell. Yes. It changes all these well, things. Yeah, but it's also because it was specifically started as a way to combat seizures. But oh. other people adopted it because it's another way to lose weight. Well, whatever the ketosis does, it, it causes produces basically acetone. Whatever chemical imbalance it causes when you go through that initial ketosis that makes your breath smell and your urine smell and everything else. The chemical is similar to basically acetone. Huh. Um, there's also a rare condition called mast cell activation syndrome, which could be the cause of the phenomenon. In MCAS, mast cells spontaneously release over 200 inflammatory molecules known as mediators, including the substance norepinephrine. Yeah. That sounds um, legit. <laughs> Afrin describes a case report of a man with MCAS who grew ill and appeared to smoke in the presence of several witnesses. Like his body actually began to smoke. He writes that the release of large amounts of norepinephrine or perhaps another mast cell derived substance could turn on a regulatory protein called UCP1 in the greater than normal amounts. UCP1 causes Adipose oxidation to be released as heat. Adipose. 
<laughs> which under the right circumstances, a sudden flood of norepinephrine released <laughs> from the adipose mast cell could activate the UCP1 switch and cause a heat generation in excess of 90 degrees Celsius, the ignition oh, point of fat. Once the adipose tissue was ignited, it would, in theory, burn itself out, inclusive of bone marrow. That was a lot of big words. That was a lot of big words. But, but you said adipose. It you did say adipose. Basically, you go, Pff. okay. It's a chemical imbalance. Where your fat goes, Pff. got it. And then the poor little adipose go, help me, help me, help <laughs> And then there's also a rare medical condition called Stevens-Johnson syndrome that in extreme cases may be mistaken for a case of aborted spontaneous combustion. What? What? The skin disease, which can be triggered by a toxic reaction to medication, including antibiotics and prescription painkillers, causes the appearance of severe burns, blisters, and can be fatal. So if someone passes from it, they could assume that it was spontaneous combustion when it was actually the Steven Johnson syndrome. Weird. And then, of course, you have your fictional theories. Lerald. Lerald. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honey. Good old Lerald. He's my buddy. Larry Arnold. <laughs> Larry Arnold. Larry Arnold. In his nineteen ninety five book, A Blaze Exclamation Point. Wow. <laughs> proposed a pseudoscientific new subatomical particle which he called a pyrotron. Oh boy. <gasps> He wrote that the flammability of a human body could be increased by certain circumstances like increased alcohol in the blood. He also proposed that extreme stress could be a trigger that starts many combustions. Shit. The process does not require external oxygen to spread throughout the body since it may not be a oxidation reduction reaction. Science. So you're saying high stress and high alcoholism. Uh-huh. Why aren't more people who work in this Wall Street... This is a fictional... This is a fictional theory. Fair point. Continue. However, no reaction mechanism has been proposed. In his 1976 book, Fire from Heaven, UK writer Michael Harrison suggests that spontaneous human combustion is connected to the poltergeist activity (laughs) because he argues the force which activates the poltergeist originates in and is supplied by the human being. With the concluding summary, Harrison writes, spontaneous human combustion, fatal or non-fatal, belongs to the extensive range of poltergeist phenomenon. Okay. <laughs> you good, Tiffany? Yep. Okay. And last but not least, John Abraham suggests that ball lightning could account for spontaneous human combustion. This, this is, is one I've been waiting on because I don't circums- know what ball lightning is. Um, this is circumstantial only, but the charring of human limbs seen in a number of ball lightning cases are very suggestive that this mechanism may also have occurred where people have had limbs combusted. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Tiffany, but I did not research what ball lightning was. Well, that's why you're being replaced. <laughs> But if spontaneous human combustion is real, why doesn't it happen more often? There are over... How many people are there in the world? Because apparently I didn't go back and fill that part of my note in. Uh, Nine billion? There are close to 10 billion people in the world. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And yet we don't see reports of people bursting into flames while walking down the street. That we know of. We don't see people bursting into flames walking down the street, Rebecca. We, We don't. No one has ever been seen, filmed, or videotaped suddenly bursting into flames. Men in black. It. No one has actually been walking to Starbies. To just Starbies. <laughs> yes. And they're like, no, my latte. Oh, no. Pumpkin spice is back. <laughs> Not for you. 
<laughs> one less person in line for the PSL. All reported cases have been to a single person left alone near a source of ignition. And if some natural but unknown mechanism causes the combustion, why would it only occur in humans? Why wouldn't cows, dogs, birds, or other animals suddenly and randomly explode into a ball of flame now and then? I was about to say because they weren't alcohols. Alcoholists? They weren't alcoholists. <laughs> As Rebecca just finished the second bottle of champagne. And then I remember a very specific video that a coworker showed me of these animals. Like they, it's a specific fruit in Africa that the animals will wait until the fruit falls. It ferments, they'll eat the fruit and then be drunk. Yeah, I'll find it and put it on the blog. I, think I, I believe I've heard that story. So, see, they could explode. In Africa. In Africa. But, boom. Boom. So Goes the person. Did Oh, <laughs> shit. Boom, goes the old lady. Did I miss where well, you said how many um, spontaneous human combustions there have been reported? It's hard to find an exact number because there's a lot of cases that people put forward as spontaneous human combustion but weren't actually ruled spontaneous human combustion like the case at the beginning mary reese they said it was because of a cigarette that was left unattended but everybody's like no 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 that bitch exploded (laughs) (laughs) hide your kids hide your wife because they're combusting everybody up in here oh my god (laughs) heck yes so i just thought it was very interesting i'm curious to know what other people think if you think you're just going to be an old lady sitting in your rocking chair one day, eating your pistachios and just poof. I think if I'm going to go and it's not going to be in the throes of something, <laughs> I am going to, <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I want to be sitting in my recliner smoking a cigar by myself. How often do you smoke cigars? I smoked that, one last week. That's the ir- oh. What? I smoked a cigar on vacation. Okay. Puff, puff, pass, puff, puff 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 pass so uh but i would like to go by spontaneous human combustion when i'm old well it usually happens to elderly alcoholics so we're on track (laughs) (laughs) you just don't want to pay for the cremation she wouldn't pay for it anyway if she was dead that's that's a fair point yeah no i just think that if i'm gonna go why not go quick and nobody said that it was quick I mean, it has to be. It like, has to if be. It, if it's not taking other stuff out with you, it has to be. Okay, just because we said doesn't mean that that's actually no. What but happens. for it to get to that temperature, like to get to the temperature, it needs to be to combust a body. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be relatively quick, but I still yeah. think it would be painful. Oh well, yeah, it would be painful for the person who's spontaneously firing. Fire at will. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I think that would be a good way to go, though, compared to others. I'm going to either go, but like, I'm trying, what am I trying to remember? My equations in thermodynamics. Oh, Oh, here we go. Remember, friends. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca's about to get thermodynamic. I have to fart. So remember, (laughs) everyone has something they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like to discuss, (laughs) like what thermodynamics is or are, you can or if I hold this part in too much longer, am I going to combust? No, that's statics. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that's not how that works. It's fluid dynamics. You can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesofstrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show and get bonus content... <laughs> You can find us on Patreon. 
Keep it strange, lovelies. Join us next month for our Instagram live so that you can watch us pregame and know why we were so giggly this episode. Bye, friends. Bye-bye. What? YOLO. What? NOLO. NOLO. Because you're reincarnated. (laughs) I have to part and say goodbye. Bye. (laughs)